Hey there, everybody. It's me, Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, and this is Legit Podcast Pro. Today is the 26th day of January, 2023, and I am live from the PodFest conference in uh, Orlando, Florida today, and I'm having a great time uh, learning a lot, visiting a lot, making new friends and connecting with old friends and all of that. If you don't go to these conferences, you're really missing out. I think it's uh, something you definitely want to check out. So um, it is, uh, today's topic is, uh, well, I was just sort of, you know, riffing and thinking about things and I went for a grab bag kind of thing. And uh, mainly I just wanted to, you know, share a little bit about PodFest. One of the questions that I have been getting an awful lot is, uh, about insurance. And uh, Lee actually asked me sort of point blank, why is it so hard to get insurance for my podcast? And uh, all I could say to that was, well, um, it doesn't have to be <laughs> that hard, but it's uh, there. That's a better camera shot. I'm using my phone, my iPhone now. Uh, it doesn't have to be uh, that hard, but it's a function of economics. It's a function of your size. You know, when you are a small solo podcaster, uh, you're just not that attractive to in insurance companies and insurance brokers who, you know, they can only charge so much for what they do before they, uh, uh, you know, there's just no economy of scale. Now, if you're, a, if you're a network, if you're a big show, if you're generating a lot of revenues, then it's pretty easy to get this kind of insurance that you need. Now, I'm going to talk about the different kinds of insurance that podcasters might need and why, and, um, and then I'll give you a little, little tease about my, my talk tomorrow here at PodFest. I'll be speaking in the afternoon. Um, the fact of it is, you know, when you're doing media production, you are making stuff that has the potential to cause harm to the people you're talking about or to the, you know, maybe there's a trademark or a copyright issue or something like that because you're talking about a product or a service or a company or you're talking about a person and you injure their reputation or you reveal some private information. Usually it's inadvertent. It's not always intentional, but sometimes you're doing hard news journalism kind of stuff and then you do do it on purpose. In any event, what you're doing is um, media production and media creation does have the potential for causing some kind of harm. Some, there's risk. You know, that's the bottom line. It's not a generally a very big kind of risk, but it is, you know, the kind of risk that many people aren't all that tolerant of. And if that is you, if you want to mitigate that risk, avoid the problems as much as possible, step one is educate yourself, be informed about what you're doing and where the boundaries and the risks and liabilities lie. And then the other thing you can do is get this kind of insurance in place. Uh, of course, you can also get your legal ducks in a row. That's part of my mission. Uh, but insurance is a great um, approach to uh, knowing that you're covered. You know, a lot of my messaging is about, look, you want to uh, make an impact. You know, we got into podcasting because we have a message to make. We want to influence people. We want to have an impact on the world. And um, in order to do that, you have to get out there and take some of these risks. But at the same time, you you want to mitigate that so you don't end up paying through the nose in legal judgments or paying law, lawyers and law firms for their work to defend you in these kinds of situations. So couple, lots of different kinds of insurance come into play when you run a podcasting business or podcasting operation. So I thought I'd just go down those uh, off the top. You know, look, if you are, um, well, basically any kind of business that you're in, if you're renting a business premises, if you are renting a studio, if you're having guests coming to your home studio or your garage or something like that, you might want to think about some general liability insurance. Somebody trips over a cord or, or slips and falls and, you know, breaks their tailbone or something crazy like that. 
uh, you want to know that you have some coverage for that. Generally, if you're doing something that looks like a business to the outside world, your uh, homeowner's policy is probably not going to cover that unless you have the the rider for business use of the, of the home uh, home premises or something like that. Uh, but if you're renting a studio or renting an office space or something like that, then general liability insurance is going to be important. Likewise, fire, flood, theft, and loss are potential risks that you might want to think about, especially if you've got a big investment in your gear and your studio space and um, and all of that. You may want to just think about carrying some insurance just in case something bad happens and you show up at the studio then one day and stuff's not there or stuff's soaking wet or, you know, that's actually happened to me a few years ago. I uh, came downstairs. I have a home office. I came downstairs into the home office studio and um, uh, there was a puddle of water on my desk where my laptop sits. And that puddle of water was coming from a leak in the ceiling overhead the desk. And uh, it caused a fair bit of damage to my equipment, but also to the house. And we had to do um, uh, a a bit of a renovation in my office space, down to the hardwood floors in there, to be honest with you. And, um, um, you know, fortunately, I did have the the business use rider on my my policy, and the homeowner's insurance took care of things and and those, but uh, the equipment part was on me. And fortunately, I was sort of due for a new laptop at the time anyway, so it was my impetus. But... um, those are the kinds of things that can definitely happen, and having some insurance in place can really make a big difference. If you have a team, people working with you on your show, having workers' comp insurance is absolutely essential. If you are employing people, it is a legal requirement that you have coverage for their uh, workplace kinds of injury. And, um, and uh, you know, if somebody's hurt, if somebody becomes um sick or or injured on the job and they need medical attention, those kinds of things that's going to fall under workers' compensation. If they are an employee, workers' comp, if they are an independent contractor, it's going to come under your general liability business insurance thing. The problem is if you only carry one and not the other and you somehow misclassify the worker, well, then now you're at risk that you don't have the coverage you need to, to cover the person, you know, and they will try very hard. The The general liability is going to say that person's an employee. You need to have workers' comp. The workers' comp carrier is going to say that person's an independent contractor. Your general liability should cover it. So if you have people working for you, you want to make sure you're classifying them correctly. And I'll talk about that on another episode sometime soon. But be sure you're classifying your people correctly. If you're in California, treat them like employees. Trust me. (laughs) Treat them like employees. Other states, it's a little little, uh, more flexible. Now, if they're working off-site at their own locations or things like that, then they may very well be independent contractors. Okay, uh, so we've covered general liability. We've covered fire, the flood, theft, and other kinds of loss. We've covered workers' compensation. If your podcast team members or you are driving from place to place in your car and you're doing it for the podcast, well, guess what? That could be considered business use of your vehicle, and you better have vehicle in vehicle liability insurance there. Now, your your personal car insurance policy might not cover it if it's clear that it was a work trip, right? Uh, it's one thing to be going to and from work. It's another when you're going, you know, to shoot on location or record on location, something like that. So some vehicle coverage. Again, you might be able to do it as a rider on your existing car insurance policy, 
or it could be a, a separate policy that you need to get in place. And certainly if you have multiple vehicles, if you've got a mobile studio van or something like that, you definitely want to have uh, not just vehicle liability, but also that fire flood theft and loss kind of a, a coverage. Um, one kind of insurance that we don't talk about very much in, in, in this arena, but it's something to think about, is business interruption insurance. If you are making money from what you're doing and that were to be put on hold because of some kind of a loss, maybe it's that fire or flood or theft, or maybe it's someone gets injured and you can't record for a while, or maybe it is um, some kind of a natural disaster or something like that that brings a stop to your business and therefore a stop to your revenue, you might want to have what we call business interruption insurance that can actually provide you with you know, the equivalent of the, of the paycheck or of the, of the operating costs, because let's face it, you have to stop recording for a month or two months or three months. That doesn't mean you don't still have to pay your rent or your mortgage payments or, or those other things. So having some business interruption insurance coverage is something you might want to consider. But the big one, the one that we are most often talking about is what's called media errors and omissions insurance. And what that covers is losses related to copyright infringements and trademark infringements or or damage to a person's reputation, invasion of their privacy, libel, slander. Uh, uh, sometimes some breach of contract kinds of claims can fit into that as well when it's related to the media production end of things, as long as it's not a willful, intentional thing. There's no such thing as an insurance policy that will cover you if it turns out that what you did was intentional and willful. So you want to look for some, sometimes your general liability company coverage can include that as a rider, but it's pretty unusual. So you're looking for media errors and omissions, also known as E&O insurance. And um, these policies are, they can be had, they're out there, they're available. I want to distinguish them from something that you may see in your ordinary business insurance policy that's known as the advertising injury clause. It covers those same kinds of things, the the libel and slander, defamation, the invasion of privacy, the harm to a person's rights of privacy, publicity, their reputation, those kinds of things. Sometimes some copyrights, trademarks, and things like that. Again, for non-willful, non-intentional things that cause that kind of injury. But the advertising injury clause generally only covers if the injury comes from media content that you've made that's advertising material. Not everybody's podcast is considered advertising. Some of us are creating the content for its own sake, and it's not really advertising our other business or something like that. If your business is making content, you need that media errors and omissions insurance coverage. And um, it, like I said, it, it, it can be had. It's sometimes quite expensive. Um, and, and, you you know, you just have to go get, get some quotes. There are only a handful of insurance companies out there that will do this. I've recently talked to a broker, my friend, the person who was always my go-to to refer people to for um, E&O insurance, and she basically said to me, you know, some of these people are just too small. They should just go online and find it for themselves, and there's a couple of insurance uh, carriers that are writing the kind of policy we're talking about. Uh, I don't want to name names because I don't want to endorse any particular um, carriers, but you can go looking for business media E&O insurance or errors and emissions insurance, and, and you can certainly find them. Uh, just make sure you, you, know, you, you check the right boxes and you, you tell them what you're doing and, um, and, they, and they give you the right quote. And then it's a business decision. How much money are you willing to spend for the peace of mind, for being able to sleep at night knowing that you've got everything squared away? 
So that's the the other side of the coin. You know, the first side being, look, you've got to know how to make content safely and securely, where the boundaries are, what the rules are. And that's where Easy Legal for Podcasters comes in. And that's who I'm going to say sponsoring tonight's episode. Easy Legal for Podcasters It's the only online uh, training and templates and, and tools program uh, or resource available at easylegalforpodcasters.com where you can learn more and uh, and uh, get all of your legal stuff done yourself using tools and strategies that I've created to make that super easy. I do walk-through explanations of how to register your copyrights, how to register your trademarks. I explain all the laws about what is copyright, how does fair use work. Uh, talk about forming your entity, whether it's a corporation or an LLC. Talk about your your team strategy, getting all your people on board with the right kinds of agreements and so on. And, uh, of course, monetizing with uh, deals with advertisers, sponsors, affiliates, you name it. And um, that's going to be it for this episode. I do this every Thursday evening, uh, Thursday afternoon, Pacific time, 4 p.m. And uh, I hope you'll join me again next week for Legit Podcast. Oh, I forgot to tell you a little bit about my presentation here at Podfest in in Orlando. Uh, I think this is my sixth or seventh year attending Podfest. And uh, you can see they've labeled me as an influencer. Isn't that cool? But um, I'm I'm here to speak tomorrow afternoon. The subject of my talk is uh, a prenup for your podcast. Yes, you do need one. And in that, I'll be talking about all the different kinds of agreements with all the different personnel involved in your show that you want to have in place so you know you own what you think you own, so you're in control, and there are no uncertainties if someone needs to leave, if someone needs to be told to leave, if someone gets sick or dies, or all of the, the kinds of eventualities that can really disrupt a business. So that is it now for this week's episode of uh, Legit Podcast Pro. I'm Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, and I will see you again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for being here. Thanks for watching. Have a wonderful week and get your message out, get your influence out and uh, and do it right. Get that insurance in place. Have a great night. Bye-bye.